hello, hello. Once again, welcome back to Raised in Pimp City. It's your um, your friend, your amigo, Armand King. Um, sorry, it's been a couple weeks, maybe even three, since I recorded a podcast, and I apologize for that. I don't like excuses, but I got a couple reasons. I was sick for one week, and I've just been really, really busy. So all of those people that have been writing me on LinkedIn, um, I've got a couple emails with several questions. I apologize. I humbly, humbly apologize for not getting to them. This show, I will not necessarily cover those questions that I've been asked. Um, but I, I, I do want to touch on a topic right now today that I think a lot of advocates um, do need to hear. Human sex trafficking survivor advocates do need to hear. But once again, let me give a, a brief intro to myself. For those new listeners, my name is Armand King. Um, I, I am a domestic human sex trafficking um, expert. Emphasis on the word domestic. I do not know international human sex trafficking. I do not know many, many, many other styles of sex trafficking. I'm familiar with them and I do have an opinion. But unlike many of the other people you come across who claim to be experts, I'm not going to claim to be an expert at all of these topics because uh, human sex trafficking is so diverse and there's so many different ways and avenues. It's too often blanketed as if it's the same across the board, which it is not. I am an expert at domestic human sex trafficking, meaning those in, um, sex trafficking that's rooted in urban, um, impoverished communities throughout the United States of America, Tijuana, which is outside of our borders, but it's right there, especially for me being from San Diego, and also um, our um, territory of, excuse me, of Puerto Rico. So uh, when it comes to those areas, that's where I, I, my specialty is. Um, you know, so that that's where my expertise is. So first, today, I, I really want to um, talk about minors. I want to talk about minors, and I'm going to bring you back. We're going to start from back, back in my era when um, I was in the game myself to give you a better understanding of um, how we dealt and thought about minors um, back then when I was in the game and how what has happened and the changes that I believe have happened to now and where we're at, okay, and where it needs to go. So just starting off, a minor period, I'm saying, I'm, I'm speaking of the era that I was uh, deeply embedded into the human sex trafficking, say from 1998 until 2008. Minors and my group of friends was not even a word that we mentioned or used. There was no pimps that I knew of that were dealing with minors. Minors were not sought after. Minors were not utilized to, uh, to, to prostitute. Yes, they did exist. And yes, there were, uh, there were pimps that may have gotten minors. Now, if those pimps in my day, we didn't even call those pimps. If you had to deal with a minor, if you had to use a minor, if you had to have a minor prostitute, you were not a real pimp. It was nothing to brag about. It was never accepted amongst the circle of pimps. You would actually um, almost, you would not, not almost, but you would lose credibility. It might even be uh, beat up, uh, assaulted, many different things. Minor, having a minor as a, as a real pimp was not acceptable. It's, it's still not acceptable to this day. Okay, but especially in my day, it's it, it, 
to have a minor, to even deal with a minor, to even talk to a minor, um, it meant you were weak. It meant your game was weak. It meant that and it, as a pimp, as an urban pimp, for you not to be able to utilize your mouth, which was your key tool, if you weren't able to talk for yours, if you weren't able to get somebody to work with you based off the words that were coming out of your mouth, um, an adult, anyone over the age of 18, then you were weak. You, if we would say you were considered with gangless. You couldn't. You couldn't. Um, you were on the on the pimp scale. You were a low ball, low life to deal with the minor. I Meaning you had to stoop that low. No pimp that I know ever um, uh, targeted junior high schools. Um, never knew of that ever happening. You know, never never seen that happening. If we knew of something like that happening, well, once again, like I said, that person would be exiled from amongst the circle of peas, of pimps. Um, the minor, the only minor situations that I knew of, even including my circle, was because we were minors too. So we were minors with other girls that were in our age demographic at that time. Once the age of 18 was hit, you never went backwards. You never, you never went went backwards. Of the closest I would say is the knowing of a pimp that may know a girl that's 17 on her way to be 18, and even then, the pimps that I knew of that did that, they were 18, 19, 20, and they wouldn't necessarily even put that girl out there. They were waiting and maybe courting her until she turned 18, you know. But as um, a, a real pimp would never, ever, ever. Utilize a minor or go after a male, uh, a female under the age of 18. It didn't happen. It wouldn't happen. Not from a real pimp. Now, excuse me. Now, for a low life, there are scumbags out there, and there were scumbags out there that did happen to have minors. Were they involved? And did they come around me and and, and people that I knew? Never. And if they did, because I, I don't just trust everybody, and I'm not, I can't speak for another man 100%. If they did or were involved with the minor, they never spoke up about it. They never, and pimps brag, believe me, pimps brag about the, 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 the cars, the money. We're bragging about everything. The clothes, what the girl made for you, you are bragging amongst your friends. They, you cannot and would not ever brag if you had somebody underage. That's some information you didn't want anybody to find out. So I say that, and I'm going to say it slower. So if there was someone around me or my friends or someone that I knew that was dealing with a minor, I didn't know about it and because they would never brag about that or put that out there. Now, fast forward 10 years later, I recently, maybe like a month, two months ago, in conversation with one of my, my, my friends that was in the game as well, um, had brought up somebody that we mutually know that was dealing with a minor. Now, that person, this was uh, over a decade ago. We didn't know about it because they never said anything. So, yes, there may be sprinkles here and there. But uh, why I'm even bringing up this topic, because as a whole, I often hear uh, amongst advocates talking about as if it's a major push for pimps to go after minors and to, you know, be in junior high schools and getting little kids. As far as domestic human sex trafficking, now on that other end, and other forms of human sex trafficking, they may. But we got to clear our vision and know what we're looking at. 
And um, if we're talking about black males, urban males, when it comes to pimping, minors is not a target for them at all. And um, and then, okay, so that, I'm just, it was starting off there from the past, talking early when, when I was in the game, that was the idea of um, anybody underage. It, it, it wasn't allowed. We operated back then with more rules and regulations than what happens now. There was a, actually a code of conduct between pimps, that, and we didn't operate with that as a rule of being able to steal minors. No, that was exile. That was done. Never happened. Wouldn't happen. Couldn't happen. And if it did, you were a scumbag and you were to the side. That's clear. When I use the term real pimp, it's now amongst, amongst people that are really pimps, we don't consider and wouldn't consider uh, somebody just because they had a prostitute to be a pimp. Now, I know when it comes to um, people that aren't from the lifestyle, that aren't from the game, they just call everybody a pimp. If you have a prostitute, if you're getting money from, from the sex trade, you just call them a pimp. From the end, which in your terms, that may be correct for what you use. But now I'm bringing you to behind the gate. We're, we're going behind the curtain. And to pimps, to people that are actually in the game, that's not so. There's a fine line and a definition between what a real pimp is and someone that just has a prostitute. A real pimp, a real pimp doesn't do anything else illegal, doesn't do anything and doesn't sell drugs. A real pimp doesn't rob banks, doesn't steal, doesn't doesn't do anything other than pimp, other than have female prostitutes that working together with them to get money. That is a real pimp that only does that. And there's other technical things that go along with that as far as the full management of money and there's other things. But for the sake of where I'm going when I'm talking about, when, when I use the term real pimp, I'm coming from a, the standpoint of a person that's in the game, behind the curtain, and um, so somebody that's dealing with minors is not considered a real pimp. That's not, that's actually considered a loser. That's considered just somebody that, that's actually tampering and damaging the game, they'll say. Okay? So that's when I say a real pimp. Okay? And let me stop midpoint here, about halfway to the end of this, this podcast. For clarity, for those that are listening, I do not condone pimping and prostitution at all. Yes, I have a rooted past in it. Yes, I was involved in it. Most things. 45 to 50% of the people I knew in my peer group got involved in the lifestyle. It was not just me. It was an epidemic that hit San Diego, and I was involved in it. It, it was the option that we had, okay? But just for clarity, I do not condone it. Okay, I'm actually on the other side of trying to do everything in my power to prevent it from continuing. I'm trying to do everything in my power to get the young young men and young women to see other options with their life than going down those routes that I went down and that my friends went down. Okay? Boom. That's out the way. So... Okay, with this, I'm, I'm in the middle of writing, not in the middle, I'm, we're almost done with um, a, my book that I'm going to be putting out um, this January, God willing. It's called Raised in Pimp City, like this podcast, where I'm going to be going extremely in-depth with um, the mentality of, of a pimp, of a prostitute, 
so many different categories. Uh, uh, hopefully I can answer every question possible that an advocate may have about the game, okay? So, um, but there's a chapter in this book that's on minors. Now, along with this book, I have a friend of mine that is a human sex trafficking survivor advocate, labor trafficking av- a survivor advocate. She's, a, um, she's in-depth in the culture, did not come from the same uh, background that I did, totally what we would call square world. So she asked me, while she's reading, I'm writing this book, she's asking me questions, making me go more in depth with the answers. And uh, man, I've, I've, I've gone deeper in thought than I've ever had to in my life. There's so many things that involved in the game that I never even, uh, I never even actually put my mind to thinking about things like, why did we do this? Why did we have a different, um, uh, idea of how to treat a girl depending on her race. Why? Like so many different in-depth things. Like I never thought about until she read and was asking me. So I had I went really really deep on this. But we just got to a chapter, second edit, and the chapter is titled Minors. And um, this, this woman that that's working with me on this book, she actually works in um, the juvenile court system. So when she she, she um, kind of had a difficulty and was hung up on my chapter called Minors. And why? Because like what I was previously discussing in this podcast, how real pimps did not go after minors, utilize minors, a real pimp wouldn't. But she's on the other end telling me now, you know, current, she's getting a lot of young minor prostitutes that are being pimped a lot. And so that got me to thinking... Why is that? Why are, and I believe everything she's telling me, why would there be an, um, an extreme or, or, or an overwhelming amount of young prostitutes right now? They've always existed, and it's always been a loser that had or felt that they had to utilize a minor to get their money. But why now is it so much? So back again, rethinking about this stuff. My opinion is this game that's going on now, the pimping and prostitution that's happening now, is way different than what happened 10 years ago with, due to the Internet, due to uh, a, a, a growth in feminism, to where there are actually, previous to Backpage being shut down, there are actually more females that are posting ads themselves for, um selling themselves without a pimp. The pimp has almost become obsolete. The pimp has almost become, as far as the urban pimp, once again, like I'm telling you, I'm strictly talking about domestic human sex trafficking. So as I'm talking about the pimp, I'm not talking about the guy in Thailand that has 50 women working in a massage parlor. I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about the mafia that came out of uh, out of uh, the middle of Mexico that, uh, that uh, transported uh, women places in America. I'm not talking about them. I don't know anything about them. But domestic human sex trafficking. Okay, so the pimp has almost become obsolete. I'm still currently, I'm not in the game, but I'm still, my ear, my nose, my feet is still close to the industry and the street. I have countless uh, youngsters that I'm helping and coaching to get out of the life. I just recently got a 16-year-old boy out of uh, juvenile detention to help mentor him who was facing a, a pimping charge so hopefully we can detour his life so he doesn't continue on that path. Um, and the funny thing is, he's 16, but he had 
he was um, going to jail for having a 19-year-old girl. In this case, it was reversed to where he's the minor and she's the adult, but yet he was still getting charged. Okay, so go figure. Okay, if it was the reverse, he'd be getting buried right now for having, if he was 19 and she was 16. But no, this 16-year-old boy had a 19-year-old girl. Okay, so the day, this day and age, to where the pimp has almost become obsolete, the urban pimp. The ones that are still trying to stick in the game, they're almost in a state of desperation because they don't, um, that, that control factor has been ripped away from them based on this new, uh, based on the internet, the fact that girls can um, just easily post themselves, make their own money. That that wasn't the early, early 2000s, late 90s, that was not the case. No one was really big on the internet and social media and all these apps popping up and different social sites that girls could work from. This wasn't the case, you know. So the pimp had more action. The pimp had more grounds to have a girl and a girl had, who it was more um, um, more susceptible to being under and with and working with a pimp. Nowadays, that's not the case. And so I'm, I believe my opinion is that the pimps that are still trying to operate now are utilizing minors because they have no, they, they feel desperate and have no choice. You know, so they're going after minors. Inexcusable. There's no excuse for it. But I'm saying I, I think that's why there is an abundance of um, of more youngsters that are being um, you know discovered, recovered, going get going to jail, whatever the case may be. But um, other than that, the women that are still out there, there a lot of them are not with pimps. I know some people, it's crazy for people to hear, but some of you guys that are really, really entrenched, you know that a lot of these women are just working on their own. Don't need a pimp, don't want a pimp. A lot of them have boyfriends. A lot of girls are making boyfriends their pimp just to have one, but that's, uh, that's what's going on now. Another thing, too, um, the use of the word minor, and I'll, I'll um, I'm gonna put this with um, this is coming from a lot of the indictments and a lot of the things that you're hearing in the news, you, you see in these articles, and that use of the word minor, saying people had minors. Be careful, because sometimes that that word is utilized. I don't know if you're familiar with the news needs ratings, headlines need juicy stuff to put out there so there's catchy phrases all this is from forever in the uh, of media they use certain verbiage to get your attention to get you to buy that article get you to read in them get you to follow them now with social media to, to get your attention so a lot of times that word minor is used and what happens with that word minor being used without you knowing what the details of that situation is a lot of times we jump to judgment. There are a lot of um, young kids that are doing this together. So both people in the situation may be minors, may have started off as minors and grew up. So just be cautious. I'm not saying that's every situation, but it happens. And I, I, I firsthand have, have seen this in, in, in major indictments that have happened with people that I know and where they had you use the word minor in the indictment that this is dealing with a minor 
when in fact they were both minors when the case happened. So just be very, very cautious and understand. I just want you to keep your head clear. And why I'm saying this, and even part of the essence of this podcast, because if we are really working together to stop, to intervene, to prevent the continuance of human sex trafficking, we need to be clear. We do not need headlines and and to, to manipulate our minds and the way we're thinking, the way we're operating, because we need to have a real, true, and lasting um, effect. So that's why I'm just saying that. Be cautious and read deeper into everything. Don't be just a headline reader and taking the bullshit that you might see that somebody utilized to get your attention and then brushing it off. And even I tell this to people that, that aren't necessarily human sex trafficking advocates or even interested in, in those fields, in any kind of social work field, to be careful because sometimes those these terms are also used for you to just say, okay, oh, they had a minor or they were a human sex trafficker or she was a prostitute. And they use these words and once you hear them as an uh, individual, not necessarily in these, in these fields, you just um, automatically charge off the people involved. No, we're dealing with human beings. We're dealing with real people. Whether they were were a, a prostitute, were a trafficker, or currently are a prostitute, or currently are a trafficker, they're still human beings. And in majority of the situations, the human beings that we're talking about did not wake up at six years old and scream, I want to be a pimp or a prostitute. There was a, a, a numerous events in this person's life that led them to go down into that lifestyle. And majority of the time, you can almost coincide and run concurrent the situations that happened with the pimp and the prostitute you know in their life that led them to being and doing what they're doing from abuse from uh, neglect from growing up impoverished and the list goes on more more and more the situations overlap so um man minors okay so we have work to do i want your heads clear um i once again i apologize for the lateness in uh, doing this uh, skipping a few weeks here, but we're going to come back. And like I said, all those people, I believe, I wrote down all your questions that you've asked me via LinkedIn, um, Instagram, got some questions in there. I'm writing them all down. I'm getting organized, and we will be addressing all of your questions, okay? That's what this podcast is here for. And for those that don't know, um, like my name is Armand King. You'll see this somewhere in the podcast, you know, that you clicked on. If you have a question, if you have a question and want a real answer from a real person that's really an expert, now I'm not I'm not an expert because I read six books and, t- and did a couple of training courses and got a certificate. I'm an expert because I have over 20 years of experience being in the game, around the game, with people in the game from here across this country. Okay, still in contact with people in the game, prostitutes and pimps. Help they not just letting them do their thing, but help here to help them too. Because like I said, they're human beings and most of them are in these situations and doing these things for a lack of opportunity and the lack and failure to see this American dream that's been flashed in front of them their whole life. And they know no other way but to do this. Okay? I'm serious about the work that I do. I couldn't be more serious. Uh, if you have a question, if it's a private question and you just want me to respond to you in your email, save me, send me your email um, address or whatever. I will, I'm here to help. That is my job. Okay, other than that, have a great day, have a great life, and tune in 
I'm back on the ball every Sunday. We should be releasing a new podcast. I'll be back to answer those questions next week. More King. Have a great day.